You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 let's go for it well chris what would you if i had asked what defines you what would you say defines you oh mate who knows who knows sense of humor perhaps some might say some might not hard to tell (laughs) (laughs) some might go that guy's a twat other people might go that guy's a funny twat (laughs) you know what i was talking to a homeless man one time and i was like here's a dollar i'm sorry that you're homeless and he goes homeless I'm an expert minimalist. I'm like, you're fucking genius, man. <laughs> I was like, legends. if you freaking flip that coin, I was like, you can really spin it. Like some people think I'm batshit crazy. Others think I'm a visionary, but I like to look at the positives. Exactly. <laughs> That's a fucking great answer that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? Well, uh, cause I know I found you through your podcast, for instance. What, what made you decide you wanted to talk to people about their favorite bar spots? Uh, mate, we were bored. So the situation in the old United Kingdom, we're taking you back, by the way, it's just a matter of time, um, is that all the pubs were shut, right? Which was fucking mental. Like, how do you cope with, with shut pubs? Yeah. And and the first month, you sort of power for it. The second month, you start to have withdrawal. And the third month, well, if we can't do the pub, we'll do the next best thing. So we'd have a few drinks and jump online. And that's how it, that's how it came about. Yeah, I know um, a lot of people were freaking out, especially down here when they uh, did lockdown, everything, bars shut down. They did not shut down liquor stores, and people are like, why the fuck would you shut down liquor stores? I was like, so the hospitals don't have to waste their beds on people dealing with withdrawal from fucking alcohol. Like, Yeah, but for every person like that, there's people that need a drink at the end of the week because it's shit and you can't go to work, and you, and it's a... Uh, if you know for every example of that there's an example of of safe drinking good drinking because i guess for you it's 21 what state are you in robbie 21 that's for most states 21 wow okay cool yeah that's that's you got a long wait boy (laughs) i'm 23 so i'm good it's only for you good oh safe that's all right then yeah i feel because i that, I feel less stressed now, Robbie, because I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at your Twitter messages, they're all dumb as shit. See, you might see a typo <laughs> that had me panicked, brother. What did you do? What did I do? <laughs> I'm going to read it out now because I can fucking relax now, mate. Is it my tweet? <laughs> fucking hell, mate. I was stressed. Oh, mate, I'm fucking chill as fuck now. Why were you stressed? <laughs> I had. Right. Did I get cancelled already? (laughs) Right, you went, (laughs) I messaged a while ago today, my recording day, and then you put, I'm 15, and only three in 10 minutes. I'm 15 recordings in. Well, now it it makes sense. I was like, fuck, I'm dangerously close to looking like a dodgy... (laughs) No, God, no. You're not picking me up at a bar. Well, mate, when you came on, I was like, fuck me, puberty hit this cunt hard. And now... (laughs) I fell down some stairs. (laughs) <laughs> oh, brother that is so much better i'm oh yeah, fucking I'm, chill now i'm 23 man i just freaking oh well that's good then about that's 16 six, hours in recording i'm gonna need some whiskey fuck. after these that's why i was hoping you keep it light and entertaining mate, mate please tell me you drink wild turkey because that's the fucking 
best whiskey out there. I, American Gen- or Kentucky Gentleman is what I'm on. I mix it with a Slurpee. I'm a fucking child when it comes to alcohol. But let me tell you something. You put it in like a nice root beer float. Bro, you're sipping. Next thing you know, you're waking up like, what the hell happened? <laughs> whiskey ruby, that sounds fucking lush. I'm just like, oh. I, I, if it's cheap, I'm in, I'm not a big like want to go out and party and drink guy, but I understand it because I had a saw a picture today. Some person because we're about like they're talking about the third spike and all this. Uh, he, I live in a beach town, bro. So like my whole town is bars, clubs, everything. That's how we make our money. And they shut down during summer, which was our avenue for like that was our revenue right there. And we missed a big opportunity for tourists. And I saw a person put up a picture today of like a coffee mug. And they were like, finally, I'm going out to a restaurant. It's like things are starting to get look like look up. And I'm like, man, people talk about they don't even want to go to bars anymore because going out, they got a mask up. And it's just very, very difficult because you're more worried about following regulations so you don't get kicked out rather than just drinking and having fun with your friends you know what i mean well so here's one for i'll be interested to know your opinion on this so the hot hot news at the moment over here in blighty is so our vaccination output's going quite well i think 30 million people have been done which is pretty fucking impressive and we were like well we didn't expect that well played and the current thing they're talking about vaccination passports right so if you want to go to the pub or clubbing or whatever whatever the fuck you want to do, you're going to have to prove you've had a vaccine. And they were like, well, that's cool and everything, but what about people like us in our 20s? I was, I'm 25. I was like, how, how the fuck is that fair? So everyone who's had their vaccines in their 50s, early 50s, they can go out and live however they want in society, but, but we have to remain indoors, have our freedom curtailed. But also, where do you draw the line? Where do you then say, right, back to normal now, everyone's vaccinated? Is I, there a middle ground? What do you think on that? I think it gets really, really weird when you start looking at the fact that they're making people live in fear on the aspect of like, people are like, I want to just be able to hug my grandma again. And I'm like, why the fuck are you not hugging your grandma already? Like, are you infected? So your fear is spreading it, even though you've been locked inside your house. And you're supposed to quarantine the people that are sick, not quarantine the people that are healthy, which is like, I work at a gym as a day job. So I come in contact with probably the places you would find it the most. I haven't gotten it yet. I take, you know, I take my vitamins and stuff. I'm very fitness freak type of guy. But the issue of you're deciding the elderly should get it because they're the first ones, but it's all coming in different waves. And then I'm just like, you're just keeping people in fear, keeping people anxious. And then you're giving so much room for conspiracy talk. And I'm like, you're not making it any fucking better. You're telling me the third spike, none of these vaccines are going to protect. And I'm like, Oh my God, I can get it. And it's just so crazy now. Cause everything, I mean, I talked to, I'm at 740 something episodes. So it's like, I talked to 740 people and everybody wants to talk about coronavirus. It's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, I get it. It's oh, on everybody's mind. I'll happily not. Trust me. I'll happily not. I fucking hate it. I think mean, it's a shambles. I think it's disturbingly Orwellian the way it's all gone it, about. It, 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 so much of this world, like I think there's positives people have taken out of it when it comes to finding yourself. Like even you guys starting a podcast during it all too. But there's so much damage that's been done when it comes to like people just 
are at each other's throats all the time now. Like back in the day, I remember going to a bar and seeing a fight happen. Now everything happens over fucking Twitter. You know, you're seeing people argue and yell because they're getting drunk at home and then decide to hop on social media, which I'm probably at fault with. If you look at a lot of my tweets, you'd be like, that dude's <laughs> fucking plastered. Um, but I mean, I remember here's an instant. It's at a bar, for instance. Um, there's a local place called Fishtails that shut down during coronavirus when they were first trying to figure out to make sure they can make things work. They created giant inner tubes that you would stand in the middle of and it would bump people away from you like six feet oh that's fucking cool no because people got really drunk and they started bumping people off the docks and stuff into the water and it was a very very bad like cops getting called and shit um but i remember what they would do is if they confiscated your id for having a fake id at the bar they would take your id and they would laminate it onto a bar stool and one night um a guy had like been drinking got up and he looks down at his stool to see the faces of the people's ids and he goes holy shit that's my daughter and he starts freaking out wanting to grab so he was sitting on his daughter's <laughs> face the whole time so he was freaking out to grab her bar stool and he wanted to take it home with them and the security had to stop him and everything like that and he was fighting and wanted to sue and all this stuff but that was just the funniest thing to hear some guy get up and go that's my fucking daughter i'm like yo you were sitting on your daughter's face man <laughs> <laughs> such a good idea with his rings as well fair play fish towels you fucking nailed it <laughs> you probably have an experience like that with a bar well fake ideas here aren't that big a thing like or just a special memory i'd say oh god yeah man definitely um i mean i i'm in the sort of grew up in the sort of uk equivalent of of ding 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 like nowhere, nowhere quite is insane. That fucking banjo uh, was perfect. That was good. I'll give you that. Like the, the rural equivalent of like we have like what do you call a cider? Because I know cider? sometimes our American guests call a cider like an apple apple juice drink or apple tea. Yeah, I call it a apple yeah. cider, maybe. Or alcoholic. I I don't drink them, but I'm pretty sure you can make them alcoholic, yeah. Cool. So here, but you can buy it at Food Lion, and I don't think a lot of places, at least in my area, don't sell uh, liquor at Food Lion. You have to walk to an actual no. liquor store for that. When I went to, years ago, when I was in New York State, and when I was in Vancouver and Banff, cider was non-alcoholic. It was like apple tea, and that that really fucked with me because for us, cider is an alcoholic drink, right? It's like the placebo so effect. You're drinking it, thinking you're getting drunk, and then they're like, "There's no alcohol in it." And you're like, "What?" Yeah, and you're like, how am I going to cope with society today? It's a nightmare. I was planning on <laughs> drinking and driving. Now you're telling me I'm just going to be driving? What's the fun in that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And there, we we, we do, like, cider farm. So you ferment apples, turns into alcohol, you get pissed. And they sell it in jugs, and you, it's, yeah, it's insane. I've never had someone stand up and go, hey, you sat on my daughter's face. I have seen I ha, I did know a farmer who used to drink so it'd be in his tractor playing field and there'd be this bottle of whiskey about three hours in the bottle of whiskey was empty so these <laughs> you've got a, you've got a guy in charge of a, of a five ton tractor machine yeah. pissed as a fart <laughs> <laughs> that's quite something um, but yeah no I've never I've never had a song I've had you know Rod Stewart the singer yeah at our local pub, there was a, a Rod Stewart tribute act. 
What? Which is that's a career, isn't it? That's a brave decision. It's like being and an Elvis impersonator. Everyone knows who you are. Exactly, exactly. And this guy turns up, and he didn't. They, they didn't give him a fee, right? So they said, "Look, you can have all the all the free drinks you want." The guy proceeds to get fucked on JD and Coke, like fuck, to the point where he's supposed to be singing Rod Stewart tribute songs. The dude can barely stand. And he starts flirting with my mate's mum. Oh shit. Yeah, my mate's furious. He's like, what the fuck? Stop flirting with your mum. He's drunk. Rod Stewart is drunk. Going here, ah, oh, beautiful. Hey, my mate throws a punch. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're all involved in a punch-up with the Rod Stewart tribute act. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I see, that one. I'm the type of guy that, like, I just like to get a little bit of a buzz. I don't like to get pissed out drunk. I just can't. Because especially I've had friends that go, we're going to pregame to this concert. We get to the concert, not even started yet. I get front row, get ready. I'm like, all right, people are going to start coming in here about 30 minutes early. Chick throws up right behind me. I mean, she's in our group and all her friends like, we got to go because she's getting kicked out because she threw up. I'm like, you guys fucking go. Yeah, I'm going to watch this concert. I pay fucking, I'm not, there's no way. And they got mad at me. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm leaving because you got drunk and then my buddy goes dude come on you know she threw up and i was like that's your girlfriend you go handle that i'm going to watch this show and enjoy the rest of the show because i'm like people especially when once you start it's so hard to keep the party going i was watching a video on youtube a guy's like let's have a backyard rager and it's him like he's doing a bring out the cornhole, bring out the dart, like the basic shit you do when you're drunk and you're watching a movie or some shit. You see the guys doing the party with the cornhole and all that. They're playing, you know what cornhole is? No, I'm just thinking corn dog. No, it's like a, uh, it's got, it's like a little board with circles in it and you have to throw it at a distance and try and slide it into the hole as it hits. I'll send you a picture of it. So it'll better explain it. Um, but, uh, you know, people they're out, he's out there playing it, drinking beers in his backyard, open up a cooler, it's full of like natural lights, like the shittiest beer you could possibly get. And then he's like, Let's play darts. And then he's like throwing darts and he's got one in his fucking knee somehow. And he's like, Oh my god, how did that get there? And then it's like the it's stereotypical, let's order a pizza. Well, not too much pizza. Remember, we're going out tonight. You're right. Let me get 14 pizzas. And then they eat like half of the first pizza and they go, we ordered too much food. And he goes, no, I'm good, man. I'll be good. I'm not going to drink anymore. I'm fine. We'll, we'll be able to go out tonight. Fucking in bed by 8 p.m. I was like, that's everyone in this fucking lockdown of like, I'm going to, you know, have a great night tonight. They're in fucking bed at six and depressed and wake up feeling mate, like I've, shit. I've done that, right? So we've got, I don't know how familiar with rugby. Yeah. Right, it's like NA, NFL, but not for wet jobs. Yeah, not no helmets <laughs> and shit, real shit. And um, we have a tournament called the Six Nations, and, and we had a we watched that, and they kick off at mid midday. So we were having Guinness for breakfast, another Guinness, got through four Guinnesses, and we got into the ale. We had fifteen cans of that. And then I got drunk. And next thing you know, vodka was ordered. And the next thing I remember was I was, I, I am guilty. I am that man asleep at six o'clock. <laughs> and that is purely because of the early drinking. <laughs> so I'm, 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 yeah, I'm guilty of that, mate. <laughs> Have you ever thought about like using the podcast, but like trying to talk to people who own some of the breweries nearby and like maybe hook up with like a sponsor? You know, your podcast could be sponsored. So, well, mate, well, funny you mentioned that because our podcast drops, our new series drops on Friday, and we we have a sponsor. Yeah, people find out about that on Friday. We've kept that one a, 
under wraps, but it's all being revealed on Friday. Um, and it's a gin company in a place called Cornwall. Damn. Gin. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah, gin. Yeah, gin. Uh, G and T. You ever... Tea is in a cup of tea because it wouldn't be Britain, would it, without that? <laughs> you ever look at people and then try and figure out what they type of drink they do? Like, there's certain people that drink gin. Like, certain types drink gin. Yeah. Mostly women here. I don't know what it's like in the States, but Mostly a, lot of, a lot of women drink gin here. About 50-year-old guys that probably have nobody near them that loves them. It's probably the type that drinks gin. <laughs> At least in the states <laughs> over here, martinis are more of like a, a girl type thing. I would say that, that we might get canceled for even saying that. You can't say that. That's um, <sighs> beers like an overall everybody drinks it. But let me tell you something: nothing beats a nice fucking White Russian or Bloody Mary, bro. You put Old Bay and Bloody Mary. Let me tell you something. My dad has the best recipe for that. Where I'm like, this is very very good. He's like, you're 14. Why are you drinking that? I'm like, oh. But it tasted so good. He's like, you know that feeling you're getting in the back of your head right now? I'm like, yeah. He goes, don't ever experience that. That's bad for you. <laughs> Fair. But you worry about cancel being canceled, right? So I think I know the answer. Have you ever heard of a Yorkie bar? Right. Pepper it's and Patty. No, no, no. Not your Pepper and Patty, just Yorkie bar. So York, like New York, and then IE. So Yorkie, right? And it, They've changed it now, but all my growing up, everywhere in England, telly, posters, whole advertisement campaign, Yorkie, it's not for girls. And the fucking logo was, you know, like a lady's uh, picture on a toilet of a, a black figure with a dress, like a, a triangle dress, you know, like a lady's image with an X across it. And that was like, yeah, cool. That's how we advertise that chocolate bar. Mental. Mental doesn't man. run anymore, but yeah, yeah, man, nuts. <laughs> Yorkie like, bar, have, have a look, it'll blow your mind. <laughs> it's like when coronavirus first started, the coronavirus or the corona bottle company they stopped producing bottles, they start distilling it because they thought too many people were going to start looking at it like, oh my god, coronavirus, corona, and they were going to do that link. And I was like, you guys are gonna have to rebrand. Like, I imagine, don't, I don't know if I'm trust that right. I think that's because I don't, but I mean. There are some fucking idiots about, right? But I don't think people are that idiotic. I genuinely don't think people are that stupid. Oh, my God. It's Bullshit. I just saw that. a literal tweet. It was <laughs> something was trending. It was a picture. And a dude had stuck 20 toy horses up his ass. 20 little small miniature toy horses up his ass. And he had to go to the ER. Just decided I'm on boarded shit. Like, how many people during lockdown did you see these videos of a guy that would have cheese and he would throw it behind him and it hit somebody in the face? A fucking square little slice of cheese. People get bored during lockdown you find you line up 20 horses and yeah, say people get bored during lockdown but people don't think right let's see how many equines i can get at my anus like people aren't that fucking bored robbie mate i bet you that's Dude, how jackass clearly maybe he's clearly like into some weird kinky shit i was high as fuck it'll be one or the other have you ever no tried goes, sitting oh, on an egg without this. breaking it you ever tried sitting on an egg without breaking it no <sighs> i that's a fun party game <laughs> All right, I'll give it a go. <laughs> People locked the, the weird game. part is when someone can pick it up with their ass cheeks and then stand up, and you're like, oh, my God, bow down to this Practiced. man. <laughs> He's got those Richard but, Simmons videos. I don't think with that corona, people, I don't think people actually, I think that's cynical marketing. That's people going, oh, yeah, better get your corona now because we're, we're making less bottles of it. 
because that makes you think, oh, fuck, they might not make Corona anymore. So you go and buy Corona beer. Now, I genuinely think this is done more for, because I always no, buy Corona beer now just can, for a laugh. You can look it up. They stopped distilling it for a while. They stopped bottling it and all that. I don't know if they kickstarted it back up considering when everything reopened, but a lot of it was like, I mean, a lot of beer companies shut down too. I think big markets took a lot of hits, but the weird part is like, I think this is going to cause people to want to cover their drinks more. So it actually might kill the Bill Cosby thing. You know, like people, my cousin, for instance, I had to pick him up at the hospital because he got his stomach pumped. This was just over the summer. Not this, I, I guess, was it this past summer or the year before? Whenever it was not affected by coronavirus. So it might have been the year before. Um, but he got a stomach pump because some girl had slipped a Mickey or whatever those pills into his drinks. And he blacked out and we found him in the hospital getting his stomach pumped. Like, right, it's a problem, man. We, we have it on this podcast at least four times people have had that shit happen to them oh my god i didn't know it was that big of an issue yeah man yeah well this unfortunately is club culture a little bit uh i think people yeah i mean i've never fucking i would never take a drink off a stranger I mean, well, no, think... just like even turning around. My cousin didn't accept yeah, any yeah. drinks. He just turned around from his drink for a second and someone slipped it into his thing. The weird part is they did a social experiment. When a guy did it to a girl, people would stop and say, hey, that guy just drugged your drink. But when a girl did it to a guy, nobody said shit. And I was like, it's the same fucking thing, but it's just how this world works with how our mind works when we see genders and stuff. And I'm like... Man, it's necessarily like it's both sides. They have some shit that goes on. One on one side, one on the other side. You know, whenever there's justice for Johnny Depp, they ruled in her favor rather than Johnny Depp. That was a big thing. If anybody wants to get drunk mm. and fucking angry, call somebody. Call that judge's house. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Have you got the little little stoppers? They handed out at our university, right? They're fucking great. You stick them down the neck of the bowl. And you can't get anything down the down the bottle. Yeah, fucking genius. They're like a penny, right? They're fucking little bits of plastic. Can you still drink out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. water can so go still up drink. it, just not down it. You got it. So you can't get a pill in. You can't get any drink in. Genius. Now let's just let's just say right from now on, every time I open a club, that's it. Tough tits. You use them, and if you don't like it, go to a different club. You know, there's one guy just walking around with like an open glass, like anybody want any takers, <laughs> any takers want to drug my drink? I'm looking for a fun night. That's how you wake up in a bathtub of panic and LSD hallucinations. That's how you wake up in a bathtub of your kidneys missing. Oh, mate, fucking that shit's scary. <laughs> That's no joke. I just got an email about that and I mentioned it to my doctor. I was like, I just got this weird email of like your kidneys are worth like $8,000. Your eyes are worth three hundred, and your your lungs are worth like 270 something. And she goes, yeah, I saw that email too. That's some weird stuff. I'm like, is that fucking true? Because why am I doing a podcast when I could just cut out some lungs and fucking sell that shit? <laughs> yeah still eight grand that's not that much to lose a kidney <laughs> you got two of them, i wouldn't, I wouldn't make that trade mate <laughs> i wouldn't make that trade you're gonna pee sideways but let me tell you something <laughs> you'll still be okay you got eight grand so how lucky are you being by the beach um uh, are you in the fortuitous position where you can go pick up a spliff or is that still a no-no? What, as marijuana? Mm-hmm. 
That's, that's, is it legal where yeah, you are? That's been is non- it, uh, I wouldn't say lucky. It's, I don't think it's generally legal down here. I think it's like non decriminalized. So it's like you can kind of do it and you got to make sure you're not like selling it or distributing it out. But we have dispensaries down here. It's pretty common. I mean, before, you know, like I, people do edibles all the time. I mean, I've talked to infusion chefs on here too. It's pretty common. I think you wouldn't expect it a lot, especially beach life down here, man. It's like people getting drunks and like, let's go on a fucking boat. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like that's where the most accidents happen is where bar clubs down here. What? Yeah. It's just dumb. Why would you mix? You wouldn't mix booze and machines. Why would you mix drugs and machines? Well, like I remember I, I used to work at a jet ski company. It's actually where I had like a, a severe jet ski accident. I was hit by a jet ski. Lucky I wasn't killed. But um, so many people like we would do rentals for boats and pontoon boats and people like college kids want to like, especially fucking bachelorette parties. They're all wearing dick hats on a fucking pontoon boat going, look at our dick hats. I'm like, fuck off. Um, <laughs> they're getting hammered and they would drive up to the secrets, which is like a bar slash radio station. But the bar is open on the beach, so you can just drive right up to it. And um, people would drive up there. Then they wouldn't come back with the boat when they were supposed to be back. So we'd have to go out on jet skis and basically repo the boat back. Um, like you would come across crazy shit, but one terrible accident that happened. Her dad was getting drunk on a pontoon boat. You're not supposed to be drinking and driving car, boat, no matter what. What's a pontoon boat? Sorry. So it's a giant flat boat, basically fit like a barge to hold a lot of people. Like people would take it if they're going to be out on the water all day doing like water activities or something. And um, he brought his family out there. Like I think it was his daughter and like two sons or something. And fucking they were hanging off the front of the boat so the pontoon boat is low enough it doesn't go up like a normal bow it's low enough that it's like flat so you can dangle your feet and have your toes touch the water well dad was drunk fucking ran right over his daughter and his son they fell off the front and fucking killed the daughter and just mutilated the boy and you know we heard about this and like serious water restrictions started happening because people would go out on boats and then just die. Like an old man would have a heart attack and be out in the middle of the thing. They would find his boat later or some dude would go missing, gets drunk, falls off his fucking boat. I'm like, how many people are dying per year on these fucking boats? Some dude's just like, I'm going to go fucking catch me a Marlin. And you're like, it's 1 a.m. Fuck it. <laughs> it's better to fish at night. Marlins are attracted to light. All right. You don't dying. understand the Marlin eating habits, Marlins, man. Dude, fucking sort it out, man. <laughs> I got this electric generator in a bowl, but I put it in the water. What's the worst that can happen? Fucking electrocutes himself, dude. I'm telling you, it's <laughs> it's intense because you got to have a respect for it. But like, I think the worst thing is during the summer you see people all the time that are just walking home drunk because we have tourists down here. So people that come from Florida, people that come from Jersey, people that come from Virginia, New York, all the major hot spots of places, they all come here. And man, it's it's difficult because everyone gets ballsy when they get drunk and that's okay when you're involved in it. But like, I remember riding my bike home when I was like 15 one time, fucking dude just stops and goes, you looking at me funny and just wants to fight me. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? And then not even a second after I'm like, fuck off, man. And I drive past him. fucking car pulls out, hits my back tire. I face plant right onto the ground. Shit happens, man. Like down here, especially like now that I'm older, I mean, I look back, I'm like, why did my parents let me out without a curfew? Like I was skating at the boardwalk, like around town at 2 AM, like fucking kids should be in bed but no just fucking as long as you come home i'm okay with you going out i'm like all right 
No, I think that's the right way. I think that's the right approach. I think your parents got that right. I think, I it, think you learn you learn that way. It's better to, to learn from mistakes and interactions of other people. It builds your confidence. It builds you as a person to constantly be mollycuddled, and then you're not you're not prepared. You're, you're not ready to adapt to the real world when it comes. It definitely instills like since they had I had so much freedoms because they always kind of trusted me in that aspect. I never did anything intense or crazy. Like I never snuck out of the house or tried to do anything like that. I was just like. Are you are you going out tonight? Nah, not really. Like I just didn't feel the need to if I didn't want to. You know, what I mean, if I wanted to hang out with friends and skateboard, I knew where I was going. I'm just gonna go to a parking garage and skate down the parking garage. That's fun as shit, dude. You can't knock that. It's good times. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's the it's the right way to do it, mate. I really do. I really do. Not getting yeah. drunk and talk about politics like everybody has to fucking do. Oh, no, no one has to do that. <laughs> no one has to do that. Everyone over here parties. does it. Everyone <laughs> over here does it. Someone gets drunk and starts going, oh, you're a Trump lover. It's like, oh, shut up, man. Just like, why the fuck does this have to get brought into this? Seems to be the Discord, though, doesn't it? And it's like, there's no, it's not a gray area anymore. It's, it's, I'm, I'm that. I mean, especially with the American system, I'm afraid. It's so like there's no middle ground. It appears. I mean, coming from an outside eye, it's so like such so a fucking relax. Everybody, like I don't, you know, I don't know how you feel about gun control, but from the outside eye, it's fucking mental. You lot that you can go and do that, and well, the people I mean, that you guys def- have defend it with such. Too. Yeah, we got knife issues, but we don't go into the fucking supermarket and go. I'll have one of those, please, and seven rounds of bullets. Yeah, there should be a better it, gun check on that, though. There are hundred percent should, and the, the, I mean, being wedded to the constitution in such a way where it can't be changed, just like, of course it fucking can. There's, I mean, it's a Jim Jeffries bit, isn't it? It was put in there to, to so that you could usurp your government should it be required. But there's no way fucking Billy Bob Johnson I still from Idaho know. I is still coming know up against Jim a fucking. Oh, you don't? Oh, mate. I had his writer for the show on, and I still didn't. He was kept dropping his uh, name. I'm like, I don't fucking know who dude, Jim Jeffries is. Check him out. He's a New Zealand comic, and he's fucking That amazing. already sounds awful. He's <laughs> <laughs> great, man. He's great. He's, um, a, he's a legend. I, uh, well, he was I like Craig Ferguson. There. Craig Ferguson's good. Oh, he's the Scott that does yeah. used to do one of your late nights, yeah. I think. He is a pretty good guy, to be fair. Yeah, he is. I like him. How do, how, do, how do you feel about James Corden? Because we are delighted that he's now your problem. <laughs> <laughs> that says it all. That face says a that thousand took a, words. That took a minute to sink in. I gave you that one. That's a tough one. <laughs> Not a fan, to be honest with you. Well, there we are. Carpool you karaoke was me. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Last thing I want to yep. hear is celebrities talk about their feelings, and I got to hear them singing in a Katy Perry song. Who <laughs> <laughs> else of you guys? Trevor Noah. We quite like him. I do like Trevor Noah. He's pretty cool. And who's oh John Oliver? John Oliver's John Oliver. pretty good. He's fucking sick. And he weirdly enough, he's a lot more famous in the states than he is here. Here, there's like old footage of him doing like stand-up comedy shows, and people are like. Oh my god! And you're like, yes. I still we appreciate him. <laughs> I still enjoy the in betweeners. That is one of my favorite shows. Oh, good classic. man. 
my buddy's right? from the my buddy's um his dad's from London. So we like I used to hang out with him a lot. So I learned a lot about what it's like to have a parent that is from the UK because smoking in the house is natural. And especially I, I remember eating a third bowl of like Cheerios and he's like, that's your third bowl, huh? And I'm like, you just made me feel like shit. Like I was 10 years old, made me feel like <laughs> dog shit about myself. Man, yeah, I'm in London now. It's actually surprisingly sunny and there is no rain. So it's quite unnerving. Did it get a little bit weird over there after that Oprah interview came out? Because like people were no, stunned. Man, pe- well, people were stunned that like that was happening over there. And I was like, no shit. It happens no, everywhere. Yeah, they weren't. I, I don't. I mean, you, Americans made it. <laughs> they did. The, well, I mean, you mental, famously don't like the Royals. <laughs> well, mental health a little bit does get not really talked about over there just because it's seen a little bit differently. But I've talked to a few people who are mental health coaches in the UK and they talk about that. It's getting better. And I'm like, everyone got to understand everyone experiences fucking depression and shit like that is just finding a better way to cope with it. it depends on where you're at honestly like some people have better, it's very difficult i'm it. afraid to empathize with someone who elected to move abroad into a mansion rented by a billionaire married to a billionaire I, i've got i've got no time for it people have been genuinely struggling have lost their jobs yeah have had friends commit suicide have had friends died of coronavirus and i'm afraid i care very little for the opinions of the idle rich so there you are, interviewed by a lady who, while wonderful, is herself a billionaire. I don't like Oprah. Granted, the issues raised were fine, but until you can have that discord with the general population, and all it turned into was, I believe in Meghan, I think the Queen's a racist. It wasn't fucking about that. No one about that. In many ways, in regards to the royal family, their opinions are irrelevant because they elected to leave. Yeah. See, so I don't. What, I didn't know. So many people I've talked to that are from the UK have talked about like I didn't realize a lot of people hated the royal family. I thought because everything we see over here is like that they're always in the magazines. Like the Queen is well, awesome. Well, I'd say no. Like I that. love them. I I'm a massive royalist. I love the Queen. I love you know. I am. I love them. I think they're brilliant. I, I'm not a hater at all. I I do question why someone feels it's okay when brought up in a life of privilege that we fund, by the way, with our tax money. I pay for that palace that Harry lived in. I pay for his security. And you've chosen to leave that all behind. Fair play to you, be your own person. But you don't then get to comment. You don't then get to have an opinion and slag off the very people that have funded your entire life. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it really hits down an aspect of things too, because I think the same thing we experienced with our government. Like a lot of people are like, very upset about how things have turned out. I think especially during lockdown, much like you might be feeling a little bit too, is like, do I not have freedoms? Do I not have certain things when it comes? That's that's our whole giant thing down here. Where everyone's like, where's your freedom of speech? I'm like, that's why everyone's fighting right now is because it's being shown that they can take that away without us saying jack shit. Yes. And that's, yes. A, that's a fucking, that's a scary thing. That is very scary for a lot of people. I celebrated when I, when there was, Oh, look how stupid America is going out and getting together. And I was like, no fucking fair play to them. There's a hundred percent their right to go out and do that. There's a hundred percent, and I'll be really controversial here. I watch those capital riots going, oh, okay now. But I also went, well, there we are, because sometimes that's what you need to finally listen to people. 
And I'm not saying it was right, not at all. But people in privileged positions are constantly, constantly telling you what you can and can't do, and they never listen to the downtrodden and the oppressed. And until something like that happens, they never will. Well, it's Violence like... is not the way, but the fact that you can do it needs to be 100% protected, and it sets a very dangerous precedent when you try to curtail that. Well, it's so crazy because this is probably the most media exposure that at least our United States has gotten in a, I mean, and past recorded history, at least at most closest to our government when it comes to like how sketchy or maybe there's an Illuminati that's out there. And I'm like looking at it, I'm like, so many people are controlling shit that don't understand what it's like to have to open up the fucking oven door because your house is cold and you need to heat it. Like these people are coming from like a very wealthy background, not knowing anything about what we're dealing with. And they're making laws without talking to the people that are involved in these industries. So recently, I don't know if this is going to hit the UK, but this is pretty big over here. March 28th was a vape ban sale. I don't know if you've heard about this, but now they cannot ship you e-juices for your vapes. So every company online shut down in the US when it came to selling e-vape stuff. Okay, that's not happening anymore. That means we're not shipping overseas to you. We're not doing any of that. You can ship to us maybe, but your package might be confiscated if it's found out to have vape juice in it. That's non-nicotine. That's anything. So many places went out of business because of this thing that they slipped in our COVID bill. Yeah, we get $1,400, which they dazzled in front of us, but they didn't look at the details of all the shit they slipped. There must have been a reason why they've done that. There must be logic behind that decision, isn't there? There must be. Some people that feel like vapes are causing very hazardous because all the articles that come out about vapes being bad and stuff. And I'm like, there's no difference when you look at companies like hair, hair, whatever spray companies, sticky lung is a thing from when our parents in the eighties used to spray hairspray in their fucking hair, get that inhaled into their lungs. Sadly, some idiots decided to make fake vape juice and then fucking smoke it and then get something wrong in their lungs. I'm like, if you buy it from a reputable dealer, it's like getting alcohol they can sell you enough alcohol to kill yourself but what about fucking vape juice didn't make any sense to me so you you can't get vape juice is that what you're saying can't order off anywhere after march 28th which was a couple days ago but you can go to a shop and pick it up you can go to a shop and pick it up but no company can mail it well then that's then I, i i'm afraid i'm with them then because in theory you could put any you could set up a company i could set up a company fill it with whatever the fuck and call it chris's vape juice Bish rush bosh. Well, you got to actually you just said go there, to you go to a, a reputable site. dealer. You go, you're yeah, going to a reputable you... dealer on. But here's the thing, though. I spent $40 on 600 milliliters of vape juice. When I go to a store and spend $40, I get 60. So 600 to 60. The price options. Now their companies down here are going to jack their prices up. And also USPS, United States Postal Service, is now upping their fees. They're not going to do rush delivery, three-day delivery anymore. It's going to be an average of under seven days, and it's going to be like a $40 flat fee. They're going to jack their prices up all just because they can because now you're the only option. Welcome to America. Welcome to capitalism. That fucking sucks. I'm afraid it's it's what it's always been about. Money is – that's the true religion in the States is money. (laughs) Shouldn't you be able to just have enough to where you can survive rather than try and make people broke by working countless, countless hours and not even be able to afford the home that they live in? That's fucking nuts to me. I agree, but you try bringing up the C word in any 
conversation in a group of there's a c-word that's going in my head right now but it's not good over here well i don't mean i don't mean cunt i mean communism but they have the same (laughs) effect on most americans (laughs) currency (laughs) (laughs) but it is you you try and bring up you try and bring up that c-word in a in a social setting people look at you like you're a pariah and you're like well hang on a second and understand at least mildly the cost i mean you know you see those YouTube videos, mental, like, don't you know that Venezuela, that socialist, and millions are dying? And you're like, yes, I agree, but I'm not advocating for that. I'm advocating for some ideals that that brings. Two different things. You can't see past it, because like we touched on earlier, it's either this camp or this camp, never any middle ground. Yeah. Well, it's hard. But because... How many people do, do you know, do you come across that, Fuck everyone else. I'd love to be a millionaire. Yeah. And they will walk all over you, stay under the bus until that attitude changes. Well, We're fucked here. We're fucked. You. We're fucked. I think it's a factor of community and kind of conversation, like when it boils down to things. I'm like, a lot of people don't really care about a lot of people because they don't ever talk to those people. But let's say your house burns down and you're sitting in front of your house. Do you want a bunch of people, neighbors that you don't know? to walk over and just film you because they don't fucking care about you. They're just going to watch the house burn. Or when you used to go back in the day and ask for a cup of sugar, that cup of sugar was to get to know your fucking neighbor. And I'm, I'm at fault to not want to know my fucking neighbor, but when it comes down to like why we pay taxes, I found out they pay for our fire department. Fuck, go ahead. Cause I would hate to watch my neighbor's house burn down. Even if I don't talk to my neighbor, I would try my best to be able to help that person. And that's not me saying it because it's fucking being recorded. It's an aspect of having a care for the community that we're in because it's not really about caring about yourself. Once you care about your community, you get drunk with the fucking people around you. You create a more positive community because you understand everybody. I guarantee you that you've had these moments with your friends where you guys get drunk. You don't know exactly what's said, but you know that memory forever. You know, you have it like every time you look at that person, you're like, that's my fucking brother. Like I've had those moments before and I don't remember even half of the night I did a played a we drank white Russians and every time uh, during Django, he would say the then word we would, we would take a shot and I got about 10 minutes in and I was fucking blasted. And then, you know, but I don't remember that night, but I remember like just something like looking at my friend. I'm like, yeah, we had a, that was a good fucking night. And I know you're like my brother, dude, you care about me. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, we've all had it, man. We've all had it drunk, definitely, for certain. But, yeah, I mean, I think one of the, one of the only positives that's come out of this whole fucking COVID thing is people have talked yeah. to people, their neighbours, the woman up the street, the fellow up the road, to try to engage a bit more, and hopefully that remains. Even because like- dialogue is the only way to move forward, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, even if you find out your neighbor's a dick, you still find out your neighbor's a dick. It's a positive. You know, you still get to know some people. At least you know he's not a psychopath, you know what I mean? Exactly, or he's a very good one and he's hidden it well. <laughs> Wait a minute, where's my cat? Where's my cat? Exactly. Well, Chris, man, yeah. you've given me uh, plenty of your time there, man. Is there anything else maybe on your mind anything you want to talk about or do you just want to promote the podcast let people know where they can find you 
Yeah, I'll do a podcast promotion for certain. Um, no, nothing on my mind other than be nice people. Let's all be nice to one another. That's the only way we're going to get through it. Um, yeah, so you can listen to us at um, the Podcrawl Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can probably tell that into Google and find us on Linktree where you can listen to all our episodes. Hooray. Any ones in particular that you like the most? Um, there is. There is, but I would never mention those on air because they're all special to me. Like that answer. Okay. All right. Respect. <laughs> we're going to talk off air about it though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to slag them off ruthlessly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, thank you for joining me on this episode out of the blanket. Stay tuned for our next one. Robbie. It's been a pleasure, mate. It genuinely has. Thank you very much.